This is The Word Effect with Becky Jane Kemp. In this podcast, you'll receive permission to ditch willpower and discover how to put on word power. I have found a love for the power of words and can't wait to share it with you. As a confidence and mindset coach, I know you don't have to do or be anything more than you are right now to create the life you've always wanted. What words do you need today? Let's put them on. Hey everyone, Becky Jane Kemp here. So excited to share a couple thoughts with you on episode number 12, How to Begin. Such a simple title, How to Begin, but I want to start off and just say thank you, thank you, thank you for listening to the podcast, leaving reviews, and joining me on this journey of putting the power of words back to work in our lives. I have been thinking and working on this myself for several, several years. And my whole life has changed with the power of words. And I know sometimes people hear the power of words and they're like, well, what do you mean by that? And that's what the word effect is all about, is starting to become aware to the power of words. And as we start becoming aware to the power of words, we can decide which words we wanna put on each day. And I just am so grateful, really very grateful that you're joining me and keep showing up to the word effect and discover how your life can change too. I really believe that words matter and you can create the life you've always wanted with the power of words. I'm doing the very same thing. I'm just here to guide you as I walk forward. I've said this before, but we can link arms and we can move forward together. Words can be so triggering to us for the good or for bad. Stephen Covey has said this about words. When used correctly and positively, words are the first building blocks for success and inner peace. They provide the vision and focus that show the way to growth and contribution. But when used incorrectly and negatively, they are capable of undermining even the best of intentions. That's how powerful words are. And words have been around since the creation. Anything that we have, any result that's been received in life started with thoughts, with words and the words that we put on. And so it's time to ditch willpower and discover how to put on word power. I want you to ask you this question. How do I want to feel in 2021? How do you want to feel in 2021? And think about that as you set your goals and as you think about the steps you want to take forward. Think about how you want to feel. Have you ever wondered about that? For me, for many, many years, I didn't realize that my thoughts that I was putting on, they drove how I felt. I was always thinking, when I take more action, when I do more of this, when I do that, then I will feel peaceful, happy, content, satisfied. But it's the other way around. It's when I have thoughts that I'm exactly where I need to be right now. There's not a problem right now. Everything's happening as it should be. Then I can move into that space of feeling the way I want to. We're going to talk a little bit more about this, but just think about it. Like, how do you want to feel? And that's what we're going to talk about when we think about how to begin. As we begin, I want to tell you to check out my website. 
I just got it updated. And I got it designed. And within a year's time, I realized that there was some tweaking that needed to happen, some changes. And I was kind of discouraged about it because I had just gotten it out there. And then I realized there was time to improve upon it. And as I was researching and looking into changing and updating and changing the website to what I thought it needed to get to, um, a quote that is on my website caught my attention. And the lady that helped me design the website said, you know, Becky, look at that quote. Look at those words. And the words are from Maya Angelou. And they're, do the best you can until you know better. And when you know better, do better. And I love that. Those words bring me such comfort because I don't have to be perfect. I don't have to know everything. I just do the best I can. Once I do the best I can and I see that there's a way to improve, I can improve. And then when I know better, I can start doing better. And it gives us the agency and the ability to choose. It puts that power right back within us. Instead of waiting for our circumstances and everything else to change, we get to decide and make choices within us. At my website, you can go and get a free print. So go check it out at becomingwithbecky.com. And the free print says, gratitude helps you fall in love with the life you already have. These are some of the first power words that each one of us have the opportunity to put on. Definitely in 2021, I want to feel gratitude. As I feel gratitude, I'm looking at the good in my life. My focus is on the good. And when I feel gratitude, I show up wanting, wanting to offer value to the world and to share goodness. And I know that's what you want to do too. I think as humans, we're all inherently created to offer good and to be good. But we get stuck along the way. And again, we do the best we can until we know better. And once we know better, we get to choose to do better. So think about the definition of begin. I love definitions. They really help me start to sort out words. I tend to look them up. I just quickly Google it, definition of the word. And inevitably, that word, of course, means what that definition is, right? So begin is to start, to perform or undergo the first part of an action or an activity. And so when we think of how we want to begin 2021 and how we want to feel in 2021, we ask that empowering question, how? When we ask how, our brain goes to work for us. We start to become curious. We start to discover. We start to look. It empowers us. And we have agency to choose and to create. Remember, our circumstances are just neutral. Right? 2021 is a neutral circumstance. But it's the thoughts that we start to put on with that circumstance. Our thoughts cause how we feel, our feelings drive our actions, and our actions create our results. And I say this often, but it's such a good reminder. And if you don't understand that, definitely reach out to me and let's do a 30-minute free consult and I can better explain it 
and show you your thoughts and how your thoughts are creating the results that you're getting. I love bowling with my family. It's a fun activity. I think one of the reasons I like it is I'm okay at it. I'm decent at it. I'm not the best, but I can generally knock some pins down. And I appreciate that. I like going because I have a wide range. My youngest is 10. My oldest is, well, my oldest at home right now is 17, but my oldest son is 22. We can all go and we can all have fun together. The last time we went bowling over Christmas break, my 10-year-old got pressured to not do the bumpers. Now, I think the bumpers are great. The bumpers are there to help us, right? Why is there shame in putting the bumpers up? But, you know, as we get older, for some reason, we think we can't use the bumpers anymore. And I have to admit, I don't use the bumpers myself, but I'm kind of questioning that. Like, why not? The bumpers are there to help. But think about bowling. What's the object? To roll that bowling ball down and try to hit all 10 pins. And if you do, you get a strike. And if you take two tries to get all the pins, we get a spare, right? And then after that, if we don't hit all of them, we get the amount of pins that we hit. If we throw it in one of the, the sides where no, it hits no pins, we get a gutter. We get a dash, right, when you keep score. Thank goodness they have ways to keep score electronically. I would not know how to do that. Do you know how to keep score on your own on bowling? That's an interesting question, right? But anyhow, the last time we went bowling, I noticed something. All of us had the intent to hit all 10 pins every time we got up. That was our intention. We wanted to. But as soon as we would release that ball, a whole lot of things would happen that we didn't have control of anymore. Sometimes the ball would go to the left. Sometimes it would go to the right and go down the gutter. Sometimes it would drift straight and then get off just a little bit. Sometimes people were throwing it and tried to create a spin. Sometimes the spin took them to into the gutter. Sometimes it worked. Every once in a while, one of us would get that strike. A few off, more times we would get the spare. Right? Think about the last time you went bowling. We all want to show up bowling and go straight down the middle and hit all the pins, but there's a lot of things we can't control. But I want you to think about bowling in this way with the power of words. On one side, when we go far to the right, we can go into shame and like, oh, I shouldn't have done that. I wasn't going to do that anymore. I wanted to change this behavior and now I'm doing it again and we can get really hard on ourselves. And on the other side of bowling, all the way to the other side, we can go into more of a state of like hyper awareness. Like, oh, I committed to myself that I'm never going to do this and I'm going to, I'm going to always think positive, right? And we want to think about bowling when we think about the power of words. We want to think about just doing our best, showing up. And when we go a little bit too far to one side, we can evaluate what worked, what didn't work, and kind of give ourselves a little bit of grace. To become a better bowler, it takes practice. That's all it is. Whether you have the bumpers or not, it takes practice. Progress 
in any way starts with practicing. Once we begin and decide we want to begin something, we have to be willing to practice. The key is being willing to practice. I've realized in my own life, just in the last month, how I don't really like to practice. I mean, I do want to practice because I want to get better, right? But I also want to just show up to the bowling alley once a year or twice a year when I go with my family and I want to be really good at bowling. And if I'm not, I get frustrated. But to realize that anybody that's done anything well comes with practice makes me think, oh yes, maybe I need to practice. Practice leads to progress. When we want to begin something, we want to practice and practice and practice. We want to evaluate and go, well, what worked and what didn't work? And we want to discover the word effect. Words that can trigger us almost like the bumpers to kind of push us back to the middle and keep progressing forward. Sometimes we go to the right. Sometimes we go to the left. That's okay. Every once in a while, we go right down the middle. But the bumpers to life are the progress that we get to make, right? I help people ditch perfectionism, procrastination, and self-pity. These were all spaces and feelings that I lived in for a long time. I had forgotten how to practice. I had forgotten that beginning and trying new things is exciting and it's okay to not be good at it. One of the things I'm finding with the podcast is that I have to keep practicing. Well, guess what? I get an opportunity every week and I'm learning. And as I listen to other podcasts, I go, oh, I liked how they did this. I listen back to myself and I go, oh, maybe I'll do it different this time. And I keep showing up. That's one of the first things that we want to work on as we begin something is to show up. I've shared with you how powerful thoughts are. And there was a statistic that I found recently that's from the National Science Foundation. And it says that the average person has between 12,000 to 60,000 thoughts. And I've probably shared some of these things before, but it just really hits my attention and grabs it because it says that 80% of those thoughts are negative thoughts. And 95% of those thoughts are the exact same repetitive thoughts that we had the day before. So think about it. 80% of our thoughts are negative, and 95% of them are the ones that we were having before. So I've talked to you about the idea of putting on words. How do I put words on to change my story and help it become the one that I want it to be? I noticed recently that I was waking up and I was feeling dread. And I was feeling overwhelmed. And as soon as I was waking up, I was putting on thoughts. The first thing I would start doing in the morning before I even got out of bed, as soon as that alarm went on, I'd start thinking about the things I needed to do that day. And my thoughts would be, oh, I need to prepare to speak at this event. I don't know quite what I'm going to do with that. Oh, I've got to record my podcast. I haven't finished outlining what I'm going to share. Um, it could be personal things. Oh, I need to cancel this part of my insurance. Oh, I don't know who I'm going to talk to, right? And as soon as I start having those thoughts, those negative thoughts, remember 80% of our thoughts can be negative. 
I start feeling dread. I start feeling overwhelmed before I even put my feet on the ground to start the day. Well, I became aware of this recently because I started to notice how I was feeling. And I thought, wait a minute, how do I want to feel? I started asking myself that question. I want to feel excited about the day. I want to feel um, confident about my day. I want to feel hopeful about my day. And so I started to think, what words am I putting on? And I had to catch myself and I had to acknowledge it that, wow, I'm just really putting on positive, negative words, not positive, some negative thoughts that I'm not even noticing. And again, 95% of our thoughts are ones that we've had the day before. It was just like, oh, here I go, put them on. Here I go, put them on. I don't even question them. I'll tell you what's happened as I've began to show up and work on my thoughts when I get up in the morning. When I wake up, sometimes my first thought is still, oh, and then I catch myself. And I'm treating it like a hot potato. You know that game, hot potato? It's like you grab the hot potato and then you pass it as quick as you can because you don't want to burn your hands. That's how we want to work with our negative thoughts. We still might still have negative thoughts for our first thought. We can't always control that first thought. But we want to treat it like a hot potato and move it on and start putting on words that benefit us. So I've noticed in the last few weeks when I wake up and the thought starts to be ones that I've those repetitive negative thoughts. I'm like, wait, I'm not going to I'm not going to go there today. I'm going to think about how today's going to be amazing. And I want to feel this way. And I start putting on those thoughts that better serve me. Now, the circumstance doesn't change. I still have the same list of to do's to do. It didn't change. But I show up so much differently. And the results I'm creating are so much better. And I I create results that I want from a place of love and happiness and joy. And isn't that what we all want? We all want to feel joy despite the crazy of life. We can't get rid of that with how we show up. So practice showing up. Try this exercise that I just shared. The other thing real quick is how to honor commitments. I heard another suggestion in the last couple of weeks from the coach I'm working with, and she recommended taking a 10 minute walk. I love suggestions. I've come to learn that it's important to be willing to take suggestions. Even though your brain's going to go, that's not going to matter. I don't want to just take a 10 minute walk. I want to take a 20 minute walk or a 40 minute walk. It's cold outside. I don't want to take a walk, but she talked about the power of being outside and she encouraged people to take a 10 minute walk. And I was struggling with setting boundaries in the afternoon with my work because I go from working as a coach and a speaker and working to like all of a sudden having to take off that hat and put on the hat of mom. And 2.33 o'clock when my kids start coming home, I've made a commitment to be done working and to put on the hat of mom. But I was struggling with that because I was like, oh, but I still wanna get this done and what about this? And I found that that's a great time for me to take that 10 minute walk, to go outside, to take some deep breaths and to kind of just start to say all is well. I did as much as I could today and focused on what good happened instead of focusing on the things that weren't working. The 10 minute walk has done wonders for me. And then after I do 10 minutes of walking, just clearing my head. I don't listen to anything in those 10 minutes. Then I can turn on my favorite podcast or 
Audible or make a phone call. Those first 10 minutes are really powerful. So if it's too cold outside, just bundle up. Commit to yourself. I'm going to take a walk every day and honor that commitment. The idea of beginning starts with showing up every day and practicing. Progress comes from practice. And then honoring commitments, the littlest commitments, the little suggestions, taking a 10-minute walk is helping me tremendously. It seems almost too simple. That's what the power of words is oftentimes. It seems too simple. There's one thing we all have in common. There might be more, but one thing for sure. We all have the same amount of time in our lives. There's 168 hours in each of our weeks. And this this is something that none of us can create more of. We cannot create more time. What we can create, though, is how we want to feel in our 168 hours each week. So again, I ask you, how do you want to feel? This is how to begin. As you start asking yourself this question, start noticing the thoughts that you're putting on. Becoming aware will help you decide if you like those thoughts or not. I coach and teach and do workshops on how you can learn to make decisions from your highest, most conscious part of the brain. We can use the word effect instead of just going and putting on those words that aren't serving us. We have the capacity to step forward. So practice these things and keep showing up. And you too will continue to move along and become the person you were always meant to be. Have a great week. Thank you so much for listening to The Word Effect with Becky Jane Kemp. Please subscribe to the show. Share with your friends and leave a positive rating and review on Apple Podcasts. We spend a lot of time deciding what to put on physically. The Word Effect Podcast is here to remind us how to take the time to put on those words that matter for our insides. Are you ready for more word power? Go to becomingwithbecky.com and sign up for my Words Matter Weekly and receive a free digital word print. You can also sign up for a free 30-minute coaching call to explore what you are ready to begin, and who you want to become. It is your time to create the life you have always desired. Join me as we ditch willpower and discover how to put on word power. What words will you put on today?